0: Welcome back to Self Revelations. It's your boy B Dab, and I'm Juan Moreno. Welcome to the most organic podcast in the world. Juanavelli, how you been doing this past couple weeks?
1: Man, I've been doing good. Man, just I mean, just came back from Vegas, came back from Lovers and Friends Fest, and then went straight into um, always improving over at work. So like, we got together with a few, you know, hierarchy management positions that were kind of teaching us like some of the fundamentals when it comes to um, organizing and improving like processes and being a better leader within that department and I, I learned a lot there's like a lot of things that a lot of phrases that helped me now moving forward able to contribute to the team with an influence by having certain philosophies one of the good things that stick with me was um when it comes to somebody who's like part of your team when it comes to something that they're supposed to do that's part of their job title and they're not doing it's either they don't know or they don't care Mm -hmm. so if you don't know okay I get it I understand but I'm going to train you on what needs to be done and what you're supposed to be doing or it's either you don't care and if you don't care and you're I'm sorry, not your, but we're not aligning on what needs to be done, like the vision for the for the business. Then now your 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 time is taking. Mm. So basically, you're gonna we're gonna lead you out of here. Like you're gonna fire yourself from this because imagine having somebody on your team that just doesn't care. Mm. Then it's gonna bring the whole morale down. You're gonna cause you're gonna cause like a mold between everybody else around you. To cancer. To cancer, exactly. So. I don't know, just hearing the simplicity of an affirmation or a phrase just like that, just sometimes people just, it goes over people's head, you know, in the ear, out the other. But I think it was just perfect timing. I think sometimes people are won't make a change until they're suffering, or timing is just, it's not the right time, as in they're not suffering, they're not working through this problem, and some people would just hear the advice and just brush it off, right? Mm-hmm. But until their health or until a problem just keeps being in their way, then they're going to that, listen to that advice at that time. Mm-hmm. So during that like uh, meeting, it was like a three-day thing. It was a five-day, but I just came back on Wednesday. So it was only a three-day um, training for me. I learned a lot when it comes to um, being the best version of myself and just being the le- the leader that I want to be. So, it was great.
0: Oh, that's dope. That's dope. And Mm -hmm. how was, like, the weather and stuff out there? In Vegas? Yeah, in Vegas and then versus when you
1: came back. Hot as hell. (laughs) Hot as hell. Humid. And then coming back to over here, I mean, it's still hot over here, but it's funny how you can tell the difference between, like, the weather when it comes to uh, the humidity. Mm. Like, between, like, super hot, sharp like no wind or it's like hot wind blowing in your face between like you get a cold breeze but it's still hot so when that breeze kicks in you feel like good refreshed Mm. there's a huge difference jesus
0: that's so crazy Mm -hmm. and how many people like when you were at the concert like was there like uh like a large crowd like was it like kind of like a coachella type thing
1: you know it was a lot of people there but it wasn't as uh A lot as I thought it would be. Mm. It was a two-day event, so they were saying, it was rumored that there was like 100,000 people there on the first day, which it looked like it when you see the crowd and, you know, like Ja Rule and Ashanti performing. Mm. But then the day that we went, we kind of like arrived pretty late, had like a rough night the day before. Mm. So then like, you know, we showed up, I think that the doors opened like at 12, but we didn't get there to like almost 3.00. And, like, it was super hot. People were, like, you know, in the shade. And there wasn't that, that much shade. So, people were, like, leaving. People were, like, in the bathroom to stay away from the heat. Like, it was what? crazy. Yeah, I remember walking to the bathroom and then there was girls in there. And I was like, what the hell? And you just see them just trying to, like, just just to be in the shade, though. And I was like, damn, it must really be that hot. But I was um, I was feeling great. So, I didn't really care. But everybody else around was pretty hot. So I was like, you know what, we can we can leave. Like, I, we saw T Pain, so I was like, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I, that's good enough for yeah. me. T Pain, the mm-hmm, and then just leave. Like, yeah, that's yeah. all good.
0: Was it all old school artists? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, that's yeah. smooth. That's and smooth current then. still,
1: like there's still people that are making music. Like T Pain has his own podcast and yeah. is also making his music still. So mm-hmm. pretty dope.
0: No, that's that's live. Yeah, I like him. Like he he streams and has podcasts and does all that stuff. So I'm like, I feel like I relate to him more than some other artists you know what Um. I'm saying but but yeah no that's dope that you guys you know got the chance to go out there do that you know enjoy yourself enjoy Vegas I seen the view where y'all was at at, oh my god it looks so fire uh and definitely like is motivating me to go take a trip and go somewhere you know Mm -hmm. even if it's just like the Tahoe or something but no that looked it, it looked dope you know other than that how like how's everything been mentally for you um you know over this week
1: I've been starting to come to, like, a revelation of, like, a f- uh, familiar state of mind of where I was at before, you know, a traumatic event took place, like, like the accident with, you know, my lady, like, I was kind of in a eighties trying to survive. Like, I, I, before the accident, I was literally on a trajectory of, like, you know, I'm working on my leadership. I'm getting into my uh, interpersonal skills. My goals were meeting up. I was eliminating all my debt. I was building these relationships and like, you know, like feeding the relationships, trying to nourish them to make it more of a stronger bond and letting people know that they do mean a lot to me. Like, I was just hitting there. Got a new job, making almost 40 to 45 percent more than I was making the job before leadership get into that position of like i just kept on boom 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 climbing Mm -hmm. and then the accident that happened it just brought everything down in a way of because i had to now be in survival mode like okay i gotta make sure she's okay i gotta talk to her job i gotta talk to my job get the days paid off as much as i can make sure we don't lose our jobs during this moment get a lawyer get the car you know. You know handle the car situation the car is totaled insurance um then my family has health scares situation with one person and then and then another person has a health scare and so everything was just doom, doom, do but when i when it went down i was still climbing back up like i was still you know this is gonna pass it's just in the moment right now but i gotta make sure i take care of all this stuff the best that i can so I don't have no time to at that moment to like cry or like, you know, I mean, I definitely did cry a few times, but like you know, a quick tear and then to keep moving. Like, mm-hmm. but I had to just keep pushing myself to make sure things are in order, because I know if I don't do it, nobody else is like I've already familiar with that feeling. So I know like, you know, hey, this is your time to shine right here. Like you got to really show how much of a leader you really are. Then, you know, when times get tough, how strong are you mentally? Are you willing to? You know, put your emotions in the back seat, and you just think logically and try to be objective as possible and to take care of all the surrounding things that are going outside that you can't control, but you can influence and try to put yourself in the best situation. Or are you going to be in that back seat crying and woe is me and play victim? And I just know how that goes. And I was like, fuck that. Like, I got to keep going. So so like during that hiatus, I was just going, going, just keep going, get the lawyer, do this, bring her to the appointments. Oh, don't forget about yourself and then all this stuff happened and when I told you I had, uh, I had a panic attack at watching the Spider-Man movie like mm-hmm. that was kind of a call right there that was like my hey take care of yourself like this could be a heart attack like this mm-hmm. could you know potentially kill you have a stroke or something mm-hmm. you know a lot of strokes and heart attacks happen because of obviously diet but stress mm-hmm. like how are you taking, yourself, taking care of yourself mentally I mean yeah I was getting by but that I think like the anxiety and everything that triggered was like a warning Yeah, like hey take care of yourself like don't just keep moving too far ahead that you forget to take care of your own self and so doing that made me realize okay gotta take care of myself i started then little by little doing this podcast talking to you being open things started to become stable again that turbulence that i was going through was getting better and better and better and then you know coming back to the old job that i left ended up being one of the biggest blessing in disguise even the accident because the accident was the reason why we started this podcast like right at that moment it just pushed us had the time took a step back of the role and still got the same leadership role but then at a better quality hours for me to be able to do this at this time right now so everything is now starting to like i'm i'm hitting back to that similar place where i was at before so i mean took six months off of you know being on that high to then now getting back to it again and focusing in and honing on back into being the best version that I can be to be a leadership and to I'm sorry, to be a leader and to take care of my family, pay off all this debt because it put us in a huge, you know, 30 steps back. So now I got to make a hundred steps forward now. So like now I have to take care of the debt again that, you know, we couldn't pay the bills because, you know, me and her weren't working. I was watching over her. And I think we could have done better at handling that. I could have maybe communicated to somebody, hey, can you watch while I go to work? But I was just so locked into, like, you know, myself. Like, you know, what can I do instead of reaching out, which I could have done better. But, you know, it is what it is, learning experience. But now I got to dig myself out of that hole. I don't really see as a hole. I can't say that. But it's more of, like, you know, I got to adapt Now, to where I'm at currently, and then bring myself back up because I know it's inevitable that I'm going to be successful. And I don't know what it is specifically, but I just know that, you know, whatever debt or whatever stress or whatever, you know, problematic thought or situation I'm in, I'll be able to get through it and I'm going to be all right. Yeah,
0: facts. That's a great mentality to have. And going back to what you said about, you know, you dealing with those things and getting through those things and like, how stuff was at, seemed like at a peak and, like, you know, skyrocketing and then everything came down. Um, In that process of the coming down and you dealing with all that stress, you went into, like, a survival mode. So can you, like, explain a little bit more of, like, what it was like? Were you dealing with other stuff at the time, like, during that survival mode? And, like, where were you at mentally? Like, was it more of, like like, you were... Kind of numbing those those feelings so you can be like that leader for your
1: family and and still push through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I think about survival mode, it's like pushing everything to the side, mm-hmm. everything, you, every emotion. I don't. I just. I gotta get the results. I gotta get this done. I gotta do this. I had to eliminate the the feelings. I had to yeah be numb. I had to just do more than think. Which is a good thing to do, but at the same time, like, you could lose track to the point where you don't take care of yourself, and you're drinking alcohol every day to get by, and that's a a way that it could lead to that. So, for me, like, you know, you see a lot of people, like, in neighborhoods that are living in survival mode, Mm -hmm. like, in poverty, that you have to, you know, your way of survival is, you know, selling drugs or, like, you know, robbing people or taking short, excuse me, taking shortcuts, I didn't take shortcuts. that's not my meaning of survival, but I definitely had to tap into what's in front of me and handle it. Everything was like an objective, like oh, I gotta get the lawyer I gotta get do this I gotta call this. And obviously it's not as simple as you know you call a lawyer now you got a lawyer like it's not you call, look, find for a lawyer, fits the description go through a consultation, see if they can help you. Are they the right people? What do I have to sign? Is this going to work? What are the odds of us winning? What are you looking for? So, like, every little thing was way longer than what I'm making it seem. Like, it was way more complex than, like, you see. It's kind of like when you see, like, the outcome of whatever now, but you didn't see all the work that it took to get over here. Like, I went through, I've aged off, like, five years going through (laughs) that, like, six months, like, cuz I was legit in survival mode which was like get it done. Like don't put my feelings to the side. I felt every single emotion while I'm going through it, but I had to push it because I don't have time to sit here and wallow was me and cry. Like like fuck that. Like I got to get this shit done or else nobody else is going to do it.
0: Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody coming, nobody with a cape coming to save you. Nope. You know. And I don't know. You know. I think it was week 8 or week 9. It was the first time I had heard you say, like, you know, when I do that normal check-in, like, hey, how you feeling, like, in this past couple of weeks? It was the first time I had heard you say, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm actually happy. I'm doing I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hold on. Like, we, like, I ain't heard him say that. It's been nine weeks since we started this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Maybe even longer than that. And, like, that was at a point where you had, you know, everything started getting back to normal. You know, she started getting back right. And, like... You could just tell with your energy you know you felt you felt better and i was happy for that but i could tell that that time for you was was tough and i couldn't imagine going through that type of stuff you know what i mean let alone like you know the love of your life so you know i commend you for getting through that you know with your your head up your chin up and um you know you didn't fold when those those things presented itself to you
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to embrace that. I mean, you see a lot of people cave. You see like, you know, when somebody has like a their lady pregnant, they'll go cheat or like, you know, let them go suffer through their issues. Or when something happens to a boyfriend or girlfriend, some people leave or that person goes to jail. You don't even buy them a suit. You just Mm -hmm. dip out because times get tough. Like I just knew I had to do everything I can to show my appreciation and my love. Like how much do you really deeply care? Like when this is a time to show it. Yeah. It's when you're healthy and you guys are both healthy. Yeah. It's easy to lovey dovey, go to movie theater and stuff like that. But when shit gets tough, like how are you there though? And that's, that's was in the back of my mind the whole time. Like, what would you want her to do? Or what would you want somebody to do with you? If this happened to you? And that's one of the things that I did was like, you know, embrace that role and do everything that I can to then put them in the best position to recover and, not nah, stress. Like don't focus on nothing but just healing. Like yeah. Yeah, relax, take a break. And but now, now it's me like building the patience of like you know letting her work through the process of healing herself mentally. She went through a traumatic experience, and now I'm like have to remind because yeah now I'm back here, but now I'm like looking at her to be here too, and so I have to remind myself to like. Be patient, relax. She's on her own journey, but it's so easier said than done because I'm a green light, go, 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 go person. Mm -hmm. She's a one, two, three, four, five step person. Mm -hmm. So that, like, there's a lot of like, I have a lot of anxiety or tension behind it because I don't, I'm, I'm the type of person to go in the grocery store and get, I know what I want. Get boom, 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 stop at these departments, go to the line, pay, get the fuck out of there. Some people like to, oh, I need to go get this, this. Oh, I think I need to get this too. Oh, let me go walk around. And I, I can't. I'm not that type of person. Like, I I just don't have it. Not yet, at least. Mm -hmm. But, I'm just still, still working on, like, being in the moment, be present, like, let go, let go of expectations, don't put your Mm -hmm. expectations on the other person. And now, I'm on another phase of working through a battle of being patient and relaxing and um, not judging that person. Yeah,
0: facts, Mm -hmm. facts. And, you know, on the topic of, like, you know, you know, you talking about those things and, you know, discussing, like, yeah, you know, like when your partner's pregnant, you know, some people like to go cheat and shit like that. Like, how important is it for someone? How important is it for you? Um, how important integrity is for you?
1: I think integrity is like, you know, if you want to be a leader mm-hmm. or you want to be somebody of influence, you need people to trust you. So your word is bond. So if you're not a person that can be of what they say, like you say this, but then you do the opposite. The more you do that, the less trust people have. And I think your integrity is what holds you together, like your character. So like if you don't have integrity, nobody's going to trust you. Nobody's really going to take your word. But if you have integrity, people are going to follow you and help you and want to be around you and want to be in your presence and want you to be around them to help influence them to be better. I think it's kind of like integrity is like your word. So like your word is all you really have and your actions show it. So you have to lead by example. You know, a lot of people were taught like, you know, what is it? What is it called? Um, Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. And a lot of people are taught like that. And I was even taught like that, like when I was younger. So I had to work through my own integrity issues for years to see that how important it is to, lead by example, and be honest, be vulnerable. Like, I say a lot of things on here that are very, very personal that does affect people, like they're sensitive to what I'm saying because it's truth in what I'm saying. Every clip that we post, everything that we say is, I'm legit living it that week. Like, I'm literally going through it in that month. I'm being so transparent, it's uncomfortable to anybody else. And I'm good doing that because I'm living my truth. I'm working through what I'm saying I'm working through. I'm able to like identify my problems and to be vulnerable. And that's where my integrity just gets, the respect people have for me because of that Mm -hmm. is the reason why I do it. Like I'm not here to put a front. I'm not here to be like, I'm perfect and I have everything solved. I don't know shit, I'm still learning. And I'm humble enough to be like, I'm not better than you. You're not better than me. And if you think you are, Salute to you, but good luck in life because you're going to be depressed because if you think you're better than me, then you think somebody else is better than you. And if you think you're better than somebody else, you know, that other person that's a hierarchy, you're going to feel like shit because you think that they're better than you. So I just like very aware of like how high your integrity has to be to live a successful, happy, content life or else you're going to be unhappy.
0: Yeah, facts, facts. I completely agree. And <clears throat> when it comes to challenging yourself, like how is it, how important is it to challenge yourself or to deal with challenges in your
1: life? I think that's the only way you're going to grow. Like you need to push yourself to your limitations in that moment. And you know that your limitations when you feel that fucking ball right here in your damn throat like you don't you want to say something but you don't you're like kind of nervous to or you're scared to. Because you're scared to like speak your opinion, you're, you're scared of fear, or uh, you're scared of like validation. He's laughing because I said "ball" in my throat. By the way, <laughs> I but you. you just gotta keep going. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> it's I'm, gonna, sorry, I'm gonna have to figure out what these analogies a little bit better.
0: <laughs> First thing that came in my head was "Hey yo, <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs>
1: I'm surprised you didn't say nothing." <laughs> I just see your face see You're saying. Even as soon as I said it I was kind of like <laughs> I said I don't want to look at him But To circle back to that I mean you You legit have to uh, That's the one thing I don't like I don't like when people label I don't I don't, don't like I will never I, I don't know what it is About me Is I don't like Feeling like I'm in a box mm. Like if somebody Oh sorry Oh you want Next week off You can't We need you here Mm. Like it's mandatory or stuff like that. I, oh, I, I <laughs> mandatory for everybody else. Mm. I'm not gonna be here though. I'll take the points. Oh well, then you're not really a team. No, 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 no. I have plans already. I have things that are a higher priority. I have a life too. I'm, I have a bigger purpose than anything that's outside of that purpose. And I'm able to communicate that and be super transparent about that and be honest. And I'm willing to put myself in situations that will help me grow so like i i I would hear people be like you know oh i'm not good with names no you decided you're not good with names Mm -hmm. you're not it's not that you're not good with names you just told yourself you're not and you're not willing to work on it and i'm not that type of person i'm the type of person that will will work on it i'm the type of person that will push myself to have all these emotions like let's say like one of my biggest fears was speaking and here i am speaking on the podcast Mm -hmm. so that's one of my biggest fears was like being able to like I was scared of validation. I was scared of what people are going to say. But once I realized that if you're just authentic and you have high integrity of yourself and you mean what you say and you are you know that you're not right and you don't have all the answers, like you, you're going to fuck up. You make mistakes. Then you're going to be all right with whatever comes out of your mouth. So I would push myself to speak in meetings of groups of like 30 or 40, 50 people and communicate and talk about things that – other people would look at as uncomfortable and I would feel all the emotions. Like I would feel like cold feet, my stomach turning. Like I feel like almost throwing up and like I'm, I, I would, there was times my first time I ever spoke, I felt like I was going to pass out. I got blurry. Like my vision got blurry. I was reading a paper. I was like this, but then the more I did it, cause I could, I could have done that. Right. And a lot of people would be like, Oh, that reading is not for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a speaker. I don't operate like that. Like I know if I say I'm not a speaker, then I'll never do it again. And if I want to be who I want to be, then I'm not going to be that because I chose to not push myself. Like I push myself towards every single emotion. I just know that it's part of the process. I just know that I'm feeling like this right now because I've never done this before. Yeah. But I know after the 50th time, it, every single time that I do it, the emotions get less, less, less tensed. And so I just know that I started tapping into that, like that David Goggins mentality. Like, nah, fuck that. Like if I know that I don't want to do something, I know that I really have to do it. So mm-hmm. if my mind's telling me, no, don't do it because of fear. Oh yeah, you're for sure doing it now. Yeah. And I, I even do that to the people around me on my team. Like they'll be like, oh, I don't want to do that. I'm not, I'm not in shape or I'm uncomfortable. I can't lift that. You know, in the job subscription, it says you have to be able to live, lift 50 pounds. Yeah. If you tell me you can't lift, I'm not lift 50 pounds, then this is another conversation we're gonna have to have, which means your time is now taken of yeah. being here. So either you man the fuck up and say you can because that's what you signed, or get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You can leave. And so, like, because I don't, I, the worst thing that I know that a lot of people do, which I can't do, is make excuses. Mm. Fuck that. You gotta figure a way out. And that's kind of how I feel of like, you know, you have to push yourself and do the things that you don't wanna do to then be where you wanna be. But some people don't have that, and it's okay. But for me, no. I have to push myself or else I don't grow.
0: Yeah, facts, facts. You never want to be closed-minded when it comes to those type of things, especially when it comes to, like, challenges or trying new things. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears> there's <throat> so plenty of blessings that have came in my life from being uncomfortable. You know, every situation I've ever been in, every obstacle that I've ever got over, is some point in it, came like discomfort you know but once you push through it and you get over that obstacle you're like oh this wasn't that bad you know and like you said it makes you stronger
1: does for you it's like even with the things that you do you'll be surprised that people think like what you're doing is like so like extraordinary so difficult and impossible like oh how do you work out like how did you get like that like people will be like oh you did steroids or oh it's all genetics like you start to hear people just make excuses like just mm-hmm. it's just all excuses that's my thing like when i hear somebody say oh this is why um this person's successful it's like oh you're saying that because it's an excuse because why you're not successful mm-hmm. and that's i'm so good at like registering uh, registering like what you're saying and then looking at your actions and then I just started identifying, like, oh, this is your way of like giving your your yourself the easy way out mm-hmm. of saying, oh, I can't get that big because of genetics, so I'm not gonna work out. Mm-hmm. Or I'm a half ass, or I'm not gonna work as hard. And that's the thing I, I can't do, like that, that, that. just thinking like excuses. Like imagine, like like imagine like you just telling yourself, or imagine you see a reflection of yourself, like you're outside of your body, seeing the current you right now. Let's say you decide to just quit football. I'm never gonna make it and blah 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 because of this because of that because i'm not um maybe as social as i should be maybe i'm not politically um involved as much as i should be so this is the reason why i play football imagine you right now hearing yourself say something like that like how would you feel about hearing yourself and hearing other people just make excuses
0: i mean the excuses in general like just doesn't sit well with me i mean it's you know i kind of have like a I wouldn't say toxic mentality when it comes to that but like like quit your bitching like that's how I feel about it you know like when it comes to making the excuses like um I remember uh, on one of my one of the posts um a guy I remember a guy had said something on the lines of oh like that's that's all genetics you know like oh this is the reason why you're lifting like this because of genetics and I remember you had before I could even like because I was honestly just going to ignore it and just go about my day. But when you like, you, I think you called me and you told me you were like, like, bro, that shit pisses me off. Like, like the fact that he has to, to make that comment and basically just basically say like all the work you're putting in is because you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you were going to be that strong regardless just because of your ethnicity or whatever. But this dude looked like he eat Twinkies every day and sits on his couch. So, of course, you're not going to see, you know, any gains or any progress, and you're not going to be strong because you don't put in the work, point blank, period. So, when it comes to excuses and stuff like that, bro, like, I just, I just feel like there's, like, for any situation, you can always find a way out. You can always,
1: you know, get through it. Do you think there's a relation between excuses and quitting? Do you think, oh, yeah, people say excuse, but in reality, you quit?
0: Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like um, when it when it comes to to anything, life, sports, anything. So like when stuff gets hard, you know, it's it's that's the easy thing to do is to be like, oh, well, this coach did this. So that's why I quit. Or they weren't playing me because of this. So that's why I quit. Or I could have been this, but. I just decided not to, to not to play on my team anymore, or whatever it may be, or I quit my job because they weren't paying enough, and they were they had fa- they were playing politics, and they had favorites. Like at the end of the day, like you quit, you made the decision to back out, you made the decision to give up, you know, and that says a lot about your
1: character. Hundred percent. Even when I look back at myself too, is like when I look at all the things that I was in, but I didn't complete. You, I came to realization that I quit. Like I, I stopped doing it. There's a reason why I quit, and I have my own reasons. I don't need to justify those reasons. I just know that I quit. Bottom line, you quit doing it. That's the reason why you're not doing it no more. Don't blame it on so-and-so or uh, this situation. Yeah, there's influences for sure. That's good to acknowledge that. But don't put it all on those reasons. No, you quit. You could have pushed through. Imagine that. Was it? it was a Nick Chubb that broke his fucking leg on mm. k, on video and one of like the last? I don't know if it was a senior I think it was season. Like, it was. It
0: was. It was in. It was when he played for Georgia.
1: Yeah. And some some sideline I think it you've had seen bent, it.
0: didn't he? Didn't it bend the opposite way? I think it bent forward. It broke yeah, yeah it bent forward. Went like this and
1: broke. Yeah. Oh. And look at him now. Fucking. But Savage. imagine how many stories there are of that type of situation. And people quit people didn't come back people didn't try and to each his own you know i'm not saying like what they did was wrong or whatever but oh i i i didn't make it far because of injuries no you quit yeah yeah just just be honest with yourself because i feel like when you're not honest and you you put these like excuses you cause more damage to yourself than it is you feeling good about saying it so people will be like oh yeah fucking john was gonna be an nfl player but his Achilles, yeah. Tore. No, you quit. Yeah. Your Achilles was a part of the journey, but you quit. Yeah. And like, just say it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Unless you blow out both your knees at the same time, then brother, but who, did, <laughs> who, who who else did I that? Like, Somebody did some wild stuff. Was it Adrian
1: Peterson or something? Adrian
0: like, Peterson blew. He he tore his ACL. Came back in six months. No excuse. The me. fastest recovery ever by an ACL complete tear. It's still ever. playing. And rushed for two thousand yards the next season.
1: Ridiculous. That's what I'm saying.
0: What's your excuse? That's all.
1: Yeah. What's your <laughs> it's <Adrian> excuse? Peterson. <laughs> yeah. <we're right. laughs> no, but oh, yeah, yeah. God. There's
0: there's no excuse, bro. You know, um, and that's why, like, like when I was at the, you know, the 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 lowest of the lowest point of of my life, and I was playing on a team that was utilizing me, and we were losing, and you know, I was dealing with stuff in my family, death in my family, and stuff like that. Even when I was at my lowest point, bro. And I was like, I have no reason to keep pushing and trying to play for this team. Um, you know, when I was at in college, I was like, yeah, it's not in me. Like, even even at that point where I was like, oh, sad, depressed, whatever it may be. I said, yeah, I can't do I can't quit. Like, that just, I just, I, I don't know what about it that bothered me so much. But I said, yeah, I just can't just give up and go back home. Fuck that. Like, I'm still going to grind. I'm still going to do exactly what, I'm, cause what I what Because what am I going to do if I quit? Quit, quitting only guarantees Failure You know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything For you Like If you keep working There's a possibility Of you being successful You know It's not guaranteed But If you quit There's a 100% chance That you fail
1: mm-hmm. 100% Have you Have you had an experience Of a bad taste In your mouth Because that you quit At something Or Is this something That you've always had
0: I've never quit At anything That's the thing Like same thing with with hoop, like had a bad experience with a coach, but I still stuck it out. I've always stuck out shit. I've stuck out shit in relationships that I shouldn't have. I stuck out stuff in basketball, football, with my jobs, jobs I should have, you know, uh left earlier. But it's just I've always had that problem. I've always had that problem of uh letting go. Like uh quitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could say letting go too. Yeah, like quitting. It's more quitting for so, you. Not letting So but yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It's probably because of like how I was brought up, and like, like um, you know, my my parents always kind of pushed me towards like like grinding and and seeing things through before just giving up. You know,
1: how strong has faith been within like your journey, as in what it pertains to you? Like, what is it that you know you believe faith has brought you to where you are right now?
0: Oh, it's everything. Like, in my personal opinion, I feel like God has blessed me with every single ounce of success that I've reached. You know, everything that's in my life right now, I prayed for, you know, and I know a lot of people say like, oh, like, I prayed for this, this and that, and it didn't fall into my lap. Well, you got to give God something to work with. You can't just pray and be like, oh. He didn't bless me with this. He didn't bless me with a million dollars. Like you didn't work for it. Start a business. Start grinding. You wanna you wanna be an NFL player? Do you work on your craft? You know you know prayer meets preparation. Like what are you giving to what you're praying for? You know what I'm saying? Like so in that same sense, like the stuff that I was praying for, I was busting my ass and working. You know I could sit there and pray all I want, but if I'm out smoking, drinking every night, I'm not aligning in what I'm asking for. So why would he bless you with that if you're not putting in that work? You're not putting in that time. Look, oh, I wanna be oh, I wish I got that promotion at work. I wanna do this, that, that you go out every single weekend. You go out somewhere on the weekdays. You show up late to work. You're you're an asshole when you're when you're talking to people at work. You talk shit about people behind their back at work and you're in the in the lunchroom ten minutes past your break and you're doing all these things that Not going to put you in the right position to succeed. So going back to what I said, like your actions are going to line you up to where you want to be. So if you want, if you're saying, oh, I want to go to the league. I want to do this. I want to do that. You can do it. Guaranteed. You can do anything that you put your mind to, but it comes with the work you're going to put in.
1: Now, now, that was great, too, because like I start to see it's like more like discipline. Like, I mean, I struggle with that. Every damn day. I mean, I do a lot. I think sometimes I don't give myself enough credit because, I mean, I could do nine out of ten things, but the one thing that I didn't do bothers <laughs> the fuck out of me. Like, basically, all that nine shit doesn't matter. All yeah. all nine other things I did doesn't matter. But when I think about that, when I think about people that are trying to, like, people just, you can't just manifest and, you know, like, w- what's that one... Uh, people always talk shit about this book. like um, I think it's called The Secret or there's another book too, like um, the Law of Attraction. Mm-hmm. like because a lot of people would like um just say shit or pray, but don't do nothing mm-hmm. to you know put yourself. My thing is, you know, opportunity m- meets preparation. Mm-hmm. That, it's inevitable. Like if you're prepared for the moment, you know what you're talking about. you have put yourself in a position to be skilled at whatever task position project that you want to get into you need to be ready when that time calls so like if you're not ready when that time calls and you know let's say you're partying all night you always complaining that you don't get to play and like you never get the ball thrown and then coach calls your number you know fourth quarter wide receiver gets hurt you're the next runner up we need you this is a perfect opportunity 14 seconds left on the clock we need a Hail Mary pass we're looking at you You've been partying all night, blah, 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 but you've been living and you want this moment, whatever, blah, blah. blah. You get on the field, throw you the ball, <laughs> and you drop it. Exactly. Because you never had the practice of being in that mentality, like expecting the ball right in your hands. You never really prepared for that opportunity. And now, now you're benched. Now you just lost that opportunity. And now you want to sit here and bitch and complain and say it's this, that, this, and that. It was but- a better ball. Yeah. Hit both don't your hands. better like. <laughs> out, you better try to do whatever the fuck you can and grab that ball. What the ball is supposed to just magically appear right in the X? Mm-hmm. No, it's uh, here there there like yeah. and that's opportunities. Opportunities are going to come when you don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And the most successful moments that happen in somebody's life is when they don't expect it. Mm-hmm. But you're prepared. You've done the work like you I remember, like, I remember times where I would research, like, I don't, I would talk about this with you, too. Like, I would read, like, negotiation books. This guy named Chris Voss, FB, FBI uh, negotiator. Yeah, I came out with books. I came out with phrases, tactics to use, mirroring somebody to then to put myself in position when I, I envision myself doing, like, million-dollar deals, $100,000 deals, and I would, like, literally study how to word, how to listen more than to speak listen more than you speak, Um, mirroring somebody. Mirroring is something simple as, like, let's say you say something that I might want you to expand on. Like you say something about, oh, yeah, I need you to delegate this to this person. Delegate? You'll be like, oh, yeah, delegate. I need you to get that person to do this task so I can need you to do this. Instead of saying, oh, what do you mean? Or what? What what was that? Or I don't don't hear you, I don't get it, blah, blah, blah. You mirror them by repeating the last word that they said. If you don't understand or you want them to expand or maybe it might be something that you don't agree with and that seems like extra work, so you kind of question them without literally questioning them or creating a defense mechanism in their body that they hear critique and you're like, why are you questioning me? Or like, you know, I'm asking you to do this, why are you not doing it? Instead, you mirror them by repeating a word Mm -hmm. that they just finished with. You're like, delegate. You're like, oh, yeah, I need you to to get them to do that. Oh, we need them to do that right now? And then they'll be like, oh, yeah. And sometimes they'll end up, like, solving. You know what? No, you're good. Actually, you know what? Yeah, you don't need to do that. I'll have him just do that. Like, you literally could delegate, negotiate with your words and, like, let them repeat them and solve it. So, like, I learned all that stuff between books and, like, preparing for the opportunity when I negotiate to just listen, hear key key word, key phrases, and then my preparation meets the opportunity to then negotiate a higher salary. So, like, mm-hmm. doing things like that, putting yourself in position, is what's going to get you successful. But you want to make excuses. You don't want to work hard. You don't want to put yourself in that situation. No fucking prayer is going to save you. Nothing, mm-hmm. You're not going to get gifted, like, a fucking million dollars in front of you.
0: Mm-hmm. No, you got to put in the work. It mm-hmm. And it's crazy. <clears throat> and a lot of people who are positions of power or in higher positions of w- wherever their goals are, or whatever it may be. I'm sure you've been in meetings to where you've met, you know, um, you know, other managers, other people um, who are in positions like, or other managers or people that who are in position of power, um, that had kind of the same mentality as you or have that same amount of discipline and they work on themselves and they h- kind of have that positive way of thinking. You know, and I kind of seen it where, you know, a lot of places that I've been as well um, coming on teams and seeing guys like kind of have that same like we not knowing each other, but we have we're on that same path. Like this person grinds and works just as hard as me. Oh, like this person has a, a positive mindset when it comes to things that happen negative. Something negative might happen to the team, but, you know, they keep that positive mindset and they're like, okay, this happened. Okay, we're like something bad. Let's say you gave him a touchdown. Okay, hey, next play. Let's work. Let's get a stop. Let's do this, this and that. Someone could easily throw up their hands. Why? Oh, this person fucked up. He's always messing up. Yeah, And be negative towards that. But the people who are genuinely leaders and can take in that, that negative – that negative situation and turn it into a positive, I feel like that's that's a diamond in the rough as it is.
1: Yeah, because you start to see it's like all about your perspective, yeah. like half empty, half full. Like, will you look at the situation? Are you gonna learn from it? Or are you gonna make it as an excuse why you didn't get a job done? So, I, I, so everything to me is like all about perspective. Damn, I sound like straight up Gary Vee, but like that's literally. But I do strongly agree with that. Like, you get to choose how you adapt from here on out like you could sit here and cry about it or you could sit here and learn from it like i forgot who said it but like you know i don't take losses i take lessons like you know i just learn from this i don't really take this like as defeat you know what i mean like i just learn get better do what i gotta do adapt to then not be in the same situation again there's only been a few times in my life when I was like earlier when I've been in the same situation twice or three times, and I touched a stove three times, but I didn't realize, like, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that. But like, some of you got to put your hand on the stove to realize why the hell you keep doing this, yeah. like, to then learn from that lesson. And some people would like, I've done that. I, I would be in the cycles of doing the same situation, like, whether it's in a relationship, you're dealing with the same emotion, the same outcome, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, and then you realize that you have to break a pattern. You have to create a boundary. Some people have a problem of like speaking their mind and being honest. Like, and that's one thing I had to learn. Like for me, like how I am, I'm all in or all out. So either I'm a fucking liar or I'm straight up fucking honest and brutally honest to the point where like it hurts people's feelings. And that I rather go towards that than to lie and to try to project some type of image of like who I'm not
0: yeah cuz then that hurts your character mhm yeah facts facts but i think uh i think that's going to wrap it up for this this week you know i appreciate all the input that you that you had i feel like this was a good podcast and you know we talked about a lot of stuff uh, of value when it comes to you know integrity you know challenging ourselves being you know being in that right mind mindset and you know being being better people you know so um you know, I just hope that we can just keep on growing, um, you know, with, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, our podcast, our career, um, us as people in general, um, and just keep climbing, bro, at the end of the day, because that's what it's all about, is being better in all facets, you know, so, but, you know, we appreciate you guys for tapping in with us on Self-Revelations Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Sheesh. How long
1: was that?